What's up everybody and welcome back to the Crimson Gaming Corner Reacts, your one-stop shop for everything gaming happening here at the University of Utah. I am your host Jackson Day and today I'm joined by Ronnie and Kennedy for the sixth episode of The Last of Us Reactions. How are you guys doing today? Good! I'm doing good. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. um, so real quick, just a little bit of housekeeping, uh, little reminders and stuff. We do have Ant-Man Wishful Thinking out right now. Um, the our reactions to that should be coming out on Monday. Um, so make sure you guys are tuning into that. We have a lot of differing opinions and I'm really excited to record it. Um, and then other than that, me and Ronnie will be doing like a PSVR 2 uh, CGC normal episode um, once we get our hands on that and get to experiment with it a little bit. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. But otherwise, uh, I think that's everything for housekeeping. So real quick, uh, Ronnie, what did you think of Episode six of The Last of Us. Uh, it was titled Ken for this yes. one. Uh, I thought it was uh, pretty good. I had a lot of uh, Easter eggs for the game and the second one, which I thought uh, was nice for people that know. Um, but I also thought it was critical character development for Dolan Alley, and it sets up um, what's to come pretty well, I think. Kennedy, how about you? Um, I think this was the best episode for their relationship. I think it was the most impactful, and I, I really liked how it really beautifully portrayed um, having past trauma and being hurt and still making the choice to be open and to be fully present with somebody. Yeah, I'm totally behind you guys. This was a really, going, you know, I think one of our uh, worries coming from the game to the show is how are they gonna develop Joel and Ellie's relationship? And I felt like they did that really well. In this episode, um, I feel like they nailed the pivotal scene of the Joel and Ellie argument that's mm -hmm. like, it was really influential in terms of the game uh, and what that was able to accomplish. Um, but I also liked how they were able to add cons more context around Joel as a character and flesh him out a little bit more. And like you said, tons of part two references that I just ate up. Yeah, that's great. For sure. Um, Joel having a panic attack is new. And I thought that that worked pretty well for his character. He's a, He's been through a lot. And uh, he has this great monologue when he's with Tommy and he's talking about how for like the past, you know, 20 or so years, all he does is fail. And I thought that that was pretty interesting stuff to um, to give him as a character. And it kind of, for me at least, um, in the game, they have like that same, um, you know, uh, dilemma where Joel wants uh, Tommy to take uh, Ellie. But here, I feel like the reasoning for Joel was so much better because he was afraid that he would fail her. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that worked exponentially better than what they had in the game. Yeah. In the game, it felt more like he's nervous that he's getting too attached. Whereas, yeah, just adding that new context and that whole conversation was amazing. Amazingly acted by both Joel and Tommy. But yeah, Pedro just knocked it out of the park with that and added so much more vulnerability to him yeah um mm. that i just love the so the um argument that he has with ellie what was that like in the game was it the same bedroom Word when i have okay the exact same. okay you know, i'm always curious about which scenes that those are mm -hmm. okay yeah. the tom so the conversation with joel and tommy is not in the game okay um which is why we're on like you know it adds a lot more context to the game mm -hmm. um or the story it is it's drastically different though. In part two, is that what no? In part one, um, when Tommy uh, and Joel talk after the dam sequence, and you know they oh, push yeah, up against it, it's, right. some of the lines are the same. Some of the lines, are, and he gives him the picture of first. Yeah, so, yeah. 
Um, so it is there. It's just, yeah, so different. Yeah, the whole, like, Jackson City sequence, like, didn't really exist, like, at all. It was all the damn, like you were saying. Yeah, and I know that they uh, didn't do that in the game because of budget reasons. But, really? Yeah. I know that. But having, like, that whole Jackson sequence to actually see how people, um, you know, live in the apocalypse and how, I mean, at least one group of people does, um, you know, the commune and all that. Um, because in the um, in the game, uh, when Joel and Ellie get to uh, Tommy's uh, dam, you, in the episode there was the dam, but mm-hmm. that's where they meet Tommy, and mm-hmm. they're trying to get the dam back online for Jackson. And so there's a big combat sequence, and in the end, um, Joel basically tells Tommy that Ellie's immune and that he has to take her because he doesn't want to get too attached. So the, yeah, the I prefer the show there, version. <laughs> yeah, I think they did it a lot better. Yeah, Not only that, but we got to see like. Little things that's referenced in part two of like yeah. how Ellie cusses out Dina, which I'm like, you know, 100% sure that's Dina. I think yeah, there's still a little bit of speculation, but why else? Is, is Dina Tommy's? No. Okay. Wait, that's another thing. But Dina, it's like the smallest segment, but do you know when Ellie and Joel are eating and then that girl is like... Oh, okay, yes. So that's Dina, who okay. was like a pretty important character in part two. Mm-hmm. Um. But also, yeah, like just little Easter eggs here and there. We also saw Shimmer, which is like yeah, the horse. Uh, I love Last of Us horses, but they uh, they, they have a rough have, time. Yeah. The <laughs> what? Has a very happy Shimmer? Yeah, what is Shimmer, that? Um, the, the horse that Ellie meets at the stable. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, it's like the little things, and this is why it's really well done. Of like, they're Easter eggs enough that like we notice them and we <laughs> like freak out about mm-hmm. them. But it's like yeah, basically world building, you know? Yeah. Um. And it's really well done. That's something that a lot of adaptations don't do the best, where it's like very forced yeah. um, Easter eggs. But this actually made more sense. Yeah, no, I agree. It doesn't feel like fan service, does it? Like, because you didn't notice it, right? No, like it didn't. It didn't feel like a weird like I needed to look it up yeah, or something, right. which I appreciate because I can just watch it and yeah. just not have to be like, is Shimmer something I should know? Did I miss <laughs> something in the previous? Anyway. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Joel with his sheep farm. Oh, which yes. I will get into, but that's a big thing. Okay. <laughs> I was like so close to tearing up when I heard that. <laughs> yeah. The show. <laughs> really good. One thing I was curious to hear your thoughts on, because um, I've heard a little bit of back and forth about this online, is making uh, Tommy and Maria. Yeah, Maria. Yeah, okay. Uh, them having a kid and them pregnant. That's not a thing in the game. Oh. And it adds a lot to like why Tommy doesn't help out, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But I've seen some speculation on whether or not that was the end, I guess. What do you think? I don't know. Um, I think the same thing. I think without that, I it wouldn't be the same cuz yeah, when they when they said like, "Oh, he's a dad now." It really did explain the change in his behavior from, you know, episode 1. And mm-hmm. also there's an aspect to it where I feel like his his daughter is going to look a lot like Sarah in this show. And that's a little bit traumatic for Joel as well. Yeah, yeah. especially when he sees yeah. that girl that looks like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like the change of him having a kid because the whole thing with Joel is he goes to Jackson to find Tommy because he thinks he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And when he gets there, he is so good. Yeah, he yeah. He's prospering, got a wife, he's a kid great. on the way. And I like a, the line that Tommy says. He's like... um, he says, just because life stopped for me doesn't have mean it right. has to stop. Or you doesn't mean it has to stop yeah. for me. And I think that him having a kid and, you know, you can see the jealousy in Joel, like the reluctant jealousy. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think he wants yeah. to feel like that. But, you know, it's like nobody needs him. And the only person who does need him is Ellie, which 
also makes his like change change oh, yeah more like better than it is in the game because he's like well if one person needs me going back to what bill said uh in episode three was he's like um you know people like us have to protect the people that you know depend on us mm-hmm. and i think that underscores that episode so I, I i love that change it's a very sad episode for jewel honestly yeah, yeah. it is mm-hmm. at the same time like i said that like humanizes him more adds more vulnerability to his character especially like in the game it is more of a gruff like uh i don't know he definitely has those moments but not as much in the show and i yeah, really no. appreciate it it's one more humanized here it's, yeah it's good i love being able to see jackson too of like i it was something that i wasn't necessarily thinking about mm-hmm. um because yeah i was expecting the dam and a little bit more i guess of an action sequence but like we keep saying, like we because it's a show now, you don't need to have a unnecessary combat sequence to yeah. have an unnecessary combat sequence. Um, so being able to see the show or the city and being able to have it like perfectly align with the games. Yeah, it looks exactly like it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I enjoyed Ellie experiencing an actual like civilization. Yes, I thought so too. I when she's, a lot of those even just good. that shot where they're where they're going to the movies. Yeah, and she's mm-hmm. like in that crowd of kids, and, and they're all watching the movie, and she's that like, "That was powerful to me." Yeah, <laughs> she no. doesn't know what to do with herself. Yeah, because she's like, none of us are fighting, none of us are, you know, fighting for our lives and scared. It's very different. I thought that was cool. It too. ties into the moment where she's like where she's reading the journal and she's like is this really all they have oh, yeah. to worry about mm-hmm. all the kids now in jackson are growing up to be able to have that life yeah with some caveats of the kid right. zombie <laughs> <laughs> yeah infestation you know uh, i love that line in the game i'm glad they kept it mm-hmm. um I'm, cl- I'm glad that they kept it so similar mm-hmm. i think one thing that i heard a lot um especially in like the in like inside the episode that hbo max will do um, was how nervous Pedro and Bella were to do that scene because it's so pivotal, pivotal mm-hmm. in the game. Um, and just, I felt like they really knocked it out of the park. There was one thing where, like, the, the soundtrack wasn't exactly the same, which is, like, such a little thing, but also, like... The soundtrack of what? the Of the scene. Oh, it's a total nitpicky thing. Their acting was great, but... There was like the one little song that wasn't in there. And for me, it adds a little bit more emotional thing. It's such a little thing. But. <laughs> I agree. I was good. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not the only one. No, I I love the soundtrack, but I feel like they used the wrong song there, honestly. And I don't know, maybe that's because I noticed music too much, but I, I don't know. Um, With the, the soundtrack being so good and so close to the original game, yeah. I was surprised they felt the need to make that change. And I'd be curious what the thought process was there. Yeah. I almost wish it was silent. Yeah. Rather silent than not. Yeah. Yeah. I love when movies or have like, you know, uh, conversations that are like pivotal to the story and it's just silence. Mm -hmm. It's just the two actors in the scene and it makes it more powerful for me, honestly. But yeah, that's just nitpick stuff. Right. I mean, that's usually how it goes, right? Yeah. It's just nitpicky stuff. What I enjoyed was Tom. Not Tommy. Maria and Ellie's relationship was really funny to me. <laughs> Completely different, yeah. The way she tries to protect Joel immediately. Maria's talking shit about Joel. She's like, well, why don't you shut the fuck up? Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I thought it was cute that Ellie doesn't, has already sticks so much up for Joel. Yeah. Or sticks up for Joel. And later, 
uh, they change a line from the game uh, later in the the room. She's like, you know, Maria was talking about you, and I was sticking up for you, and this is what you do to me. Yeah, and I a lot, a lot of good moments in this mm-hmm. this episode. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, Maria got a lot more screen time. Like, I, I guess that's the whole point of it being a show. We get to see like the other side of that conversation, right? Yeah. That we never got to see in the game. Um, and also like little things of like Joel having the panic attacks and having the flashbacks to Sarah. Mm-hmm. Like in a game, you can't really flash back and show Sarah on screen for a second, you know? But in the show, they totally can and they yeah. take advantage of it. Um, yeah, I was really happy to see that. And their dynamic is really good because it is Maria like, Think of, I mean, from Maria's perspective, most likely she's only heard what a shitbag Joel is, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so her wanting to protect Ellie and Ellie not taking any of her shit and wanting to be with, like, you know, work with Joel, I guess. And yeah, it was really well done. I also feel like Maria wasn't being fair. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Maybe that's just because I like Joel, but she's like, she brings up a, uh, Ellie brings up a point. She's like, well, Tommy was there too. I'm smarter than Tommy. And then Maria's like, Oh, Tommy was just following Joel. And I'm like, but Tommy's a grown man. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. And like, I think I, they've kind of set her out to be um, not a villain, but, you know, um, both Ellie and Joel didn't like her right from the start. Yeah. But then on the other end of it, she was the one who let them in. Yeah. Without mm-hmm. her, they probably would have been, I don't know, either shot or stranded or something. So she did, she did bring them in because she knew... Um, probably how much it meant to Tommy. And so that would imply to me that even though she's probably heard a lot of shit about Joel, she's probably also heard how much Joel meant to him. So Yeah, and, and they're how, still family. Yeah. yeah. And how like without Joel, Tommy probably wouldn't have made it through. At least that's the idea that yeah. they both yeah. have. Um speaking of their dynamic, that scene, you know, I want to talk about another moment that brought me to tears of them like meeting you know oh reuniting reuniting i actually did get choked up at that part because i was thinking i was like i was like i don't know if that it is and if it was cameron or if it was carter i just would start bawling my eyes out so i did get choked up there that was really that was really real when they just embrace like that and it's been so many years and they look so different from episode one and it's like the relief (laughs) of uh of of you know, he's alive, like he's fine. That yeah. was a really sweet moment, actually. I really loved that. I liked it too. The makeup team. I looked at a picture of Joel from episode one and now it's so good. It is really he's good. So yeah. much older and it looks so real. Mm-hmm. It's just like some gray, a beard, yeah. and the clothes, but like it it's a total transformation. I like the line um where Tommy is like, You you look older. Oh yeah. I don't, yeah. But yeah. it's like it's true. He looks like yeah. 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 We still Pedro Pascal, so. You know. <laughs> That's the thing you compare that to, like, yeah, how Pedro normally looks. It's yeah. definitely, like, older Pedro they knocked out of the park, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think about the couple at the beginning? In the house? Oh, yeah. Oh, Native yes. American okay. Ball. It took me a second. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, it was... It was funny and it was like odd, but I think it I think it played well. It wasn't like it was completely random, like out of out of place. I thought it was pretty funny. I like that we were introduced that way, and also it establishes another way people are surviving out yeah. there. They went out their way before you know shit went down, and <laughs> they're just out there camping out. I I thought it was really funny. Yeah. They just had a fun. I don't know who those actors are. Do you have you know everybody? I. I know that the guy, the uh, the the like grandpa character, he plays somebody in a game that I know, but I don't know okay. the girl. They were very funny. They just were like, just kind of like an idea. awkward like 
just funny. You know, he comes <laughs> home, he's like, why do you shoot him? The gun's all the way over there. Like, yeah. that was very funny. I enjoyed that. You made him soup? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Did you lie? No, no, no. Did you tell him the truth? Yeah. Telling me the truth? Yeah. So funny. I love that. She's just like, I don't know, man. Just tell him so that he can get out of our house. There's yeah. a girl here, too. It was very chill, very that funny. That was another funny moment where I was like, there's a girl here, too. And I was like, I don't remember what <laughs> happens, but she's so funny during that whole segment of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's upstairs and she's like, can I come down now? And he goes, Ellie. <laughs> oh. So funny. Yeah. I, it reminds me of Bill and Ellie in the game, that whole yeah. dynamic Ellie yeah. had going on with that guy. But I like that because it there's a time jump for three months, which I think was needed. Cause Did they save that at the beginning and I just missed that? It was like on the screen. It was like on the screen. Okay, I totally missed that, but I am happy that we got it. Because we also got to see like that they've been journeying and they've explored different areas as they kind of settled. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, you've been here and you've been here and you know what's going kind of happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives more. Because I feel like if there wasn't a time jump, this episode wouldn't make sense because I feel like they wouldn't care enough for each other. Mm-hmm. But there's been more stuff that we haven't seen. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, okay. They yeah. are basically like glued together now. Yeah. So yeah. I, I also think it's funny watching um like anybody else interact with Ellie in a way where they're like, whoa, language, you know, where she's just being herself because she's grown up in this crazy, like, you know. And that made me laugh when Joel, they're like eating that dinner. And, oh, you know, congrats. she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you had a, a decent meal. And she's like, and she's sitting over there and she's just gobbling it down. And she's like, yeah, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> and, and then he's, and he's like, Ellie, let's mind our manners, please. And I'm like, she doesn't know what manners are. You know, like, I just yeah, think that's, that's so funny. But then right after that of like Tommy and Maria announcing when they're yeah. engaged. And she's like, oh, shit, oh, congrats. congrats. <laughs> yeah. Joel. Congrats. And I was like, Ellie is so, so funny good. because I know what she's doing. I don't know if you guys noticed, but when they arrive to Jackson and Ellie sees Joel and Tommy hug, she's jealous. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, sure. yes, they did. And they <laughs> and they had that pause um, where they hold on her face for like a beat. Yeah. And that did come across. Yeah. And then now that, you know, Tommy has someone, Ellie's kind of like she's rubbing like, in yeah. like, yeah, you know, say congrats. Like, yeah, <laughs> I thought she was funny. Um, their relationship I've heard in the podcast and I've heard, um, you know, through other people that, you know, they're trying to underscore how dangerous their relationship is. Yes. Because I can feel it. I feel like I know something bad is going to happen. But even if I didn't know the game, I just feel like a sense of dread for these two because I don't think what's going on is healthy. Mm. It's like. It feels more like an addiction more than a relationship, if that makes sense. Like, they've been alone for so long, you know, mm-hmm. and now that they finally have someone to care about and who actually cares for them in the same way, it's like, I will do anything to not, or to not lose them, right? Especially for Joel. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely, uh, yeah, unhealthy, like you said. Yeah, for Joel, because he's still getting over Sarah, and Ellie's coming in kind of... I wouldn't say replacing, but taking that role. And I feel like he doesn't talk about Tess. He barely talks about Sarah. And I feel mm-hmm. like he's using Ellie as a way to kind of get over it. But he's not really, like, attacking the emotions that he needs to. And I feel like that is a good, <laughs> um, I guess, setup for what comes later. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> and uh, more to the uh, argument that they have, I thought it was interesting, like, they – they actually take that step to um they're like okay there's you know we've spending we're journeying on this whole thing and we're traveling across all these miles together and um 
and they both know that they're both becoming connected in that way, but nobody says it. And then when they finally, you know, take that moment in that argument where she like actually lays it out, actually verbally says it like, um, you know, are you going to come with me or are you going to ditch me again? And I think I think it just it's very emotionally impactful um, to hear her say it, because then you're fully aware like she's. Yeah. She's self-aware of what's going on. She's becoming attached to him like a father figure, and he and he rejects it at that first moment. I think that's also kind of shown, you know, saying that she's like self-aware. One thing that hit me of her like being in this town, especially like the movie shot, is like she's about the same age as all those kids, but she is so much more mature and like just aware of the world around her. And like it really like somehow they were able to show that as she's like in the town and in like I, I don't know I was really impressed with that because she's definitely not grown up the same way these kids have grown up yeah you know? yeah I agree I think Bella Ramsey's Bella Ramsey's doing some pretty good acting because I feel like the Ellie from episode one would enjoy the things that the other kids are doing but you know after you know Tess dying mm-hmm. Henry and Sam she's just so she's getting so jaded. like broken down and jaded like you yeah. said and she's focused that, on her one goal yeah of like you know getting getting to the cure and it it comes out so naturally from bella i think we can she like portrays a sense of character progression that i feel like is really like palpable Mm -hmm. yeah um her performance has progressed a lot i really feel it was ellie i'm amazed like you know i think oscar or whatever academy award things (laughs) (laughs) whatever the academy awards yeah (laughs) Um, I I think it's Emmys for TV shows. Yes, Emmys. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Like Last of Us has got to be there. And I honestly, I'm like, yeah, Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, even like, um, I'm blanking on their names right now. But Lamar Johnson and, and, and uh, Lamar Johnson. Yes, and yes. Everyone deserves. They were so good. I'm still not over that. I'm upset we don't get to see them act anymore. I'm not over it either. I'm not over it. Like they were so good. You had years to get over. Yeah, and it just opened up this fresh wound, and I keep thinking about it. It's it's so good, and I think Ellie's not over it either. Which I'm right there with her. <laughs> I'm still over Sarah, honestly. I miss Sarah. I'm right there with Joel. There's a lot going on. There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think about if there's any more The Last of Us 2 references that I'm Oh, I also want to bring up... Um, there's definitely a couple. I don't remember yeah. which ones. I wrote down um, the dog who can sense the infected. Like the dog from the beginning. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was interesting. Do you think that's a... That's a good sound, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Easter eggs, do you think that's the dog that like... That you can pet. That you can pet and then also shows up in part two? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't remember what both of them look like. but yeah. I think it's interesting that the dog didn't sense infection on Ellie. Yeah, I but, thought that I was... But, she, like, when she gets scanned, she shows as infected. I don't know if yeah. it's because the dog is just not it that good of a safe... It could just be like, the, the cordyceps or whatever have, like, died inside of her, if that makes yeah, sense. I like, don't know how it works, but, like, it's a living organism inside of her. And somehow her blood prevents it from spreading so it could just be that the cordyceps die and so the smell and it's also been months since she's been bit the smell doesn't come off or she just charmed the dog that's that was how i took it of just like maybe yeah i don't know i wonder what's going on there because thinking about well i think so i think that makes sense and because if you also compare to episode one the dog only 
gets weird with the grandma when she's fully twitching in the back. Yeah. So maybe it's maybe. more like it's more, you know, unless the unless the infection is like actively taking control of your body, the dog can the dog can't pick it up. Yeah, that kind of I think that's why. I I I wonder what's going on with her her bite cuz it's different from the game cuz it's just like a, a scarred over bite, but like yeah. you can actually like see the tendrils going up her arm. Yeah, they which is interesting to me. Them. I wonder if yeah, like you say if it's alive or because it has, yeah. <laughs> it's a different type, yeah. yeah There's a lot yeah. of different stuff. Which, I don't know. I'm One of the things that, I've heard a, another little thing of like, it's a, which this is a common thing with The Last of Us, is it's a zombie show or game or whatever, but it's more focused on the people. We've only really seen like the zombies in like two episodes. And obviously, well, <clears throat> um, but... <laughs> I don't want to say. What does that even mean? (laughs) We will see them in the rest of the show. Yes, but I'm curious (laughs) if we'll like explore something with the hive mind because that felt like an interesting change, and maybe we'll just see more of that in part two. Yeah, but it was like it was enough of an idea that they felt the need to change it, and outside of the couple moments in the second episode, we haven't really seen much of it. I feel like maybe we could talk about the like sneak peek for episode seven because I saw something that was interesting oh. relating to the zombie stuff that I think we can okay. talk about it maybe at the end of the podcast or after. Yeah, whatever yeah. works. Cool. I'm really excited. For, I mean, you're obviously over the moon for that. That's going to be my episode and I heard it's really good. That's going to be my episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so really excited. Um, that's it for me. The, I know it's hard. It's I was not a lot. Yeah. This. There was yeah. not a lot. It was like really well done. Obviously, like all of the moments between Joel and Tommy and Joel's panic attacks and like being able to humanize him more was really impactful. But other than that, like it was pretty straightforward. Definitely build up episode. Mm-hmm. I I oh, think we it's the university um, still to talk about. Oh yeah. 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 And the monkeys. Yeah. I uh, yeah. <laughs> so I so because episode one, I mentioned I was like, if there's monkeys, I'm gonna freak out, and if there's baby zombies, I'm gonna freak out, and they both happened. Yeah, no, I was um, like kind of laughing. Scenes. I was like, yeah, no, there's monkeys. <laughs> yeah, just gonna love it. Because I was like, and they weren't, they didn't have like anything to do with it. There was no con- confrontation with the monkeys, so we're fine. I hate monkeys. I don't I remember how they built that. Trust up in the them. Game. Because yeah. there's some combat sequences in the un- university, so you're fully expecting it's going to be, like, another... Either it's going to be, like, ravaged or, like, scavengers or whatever, or it's yeah. going to be another combat thing. And, yeah, it's just monkeys. monkeys. And they did a really good job of translating that to the show. Yeah, I wish they had changed the jump scare. Yeah. Because I knew it was going to happen. Right, what's right. the... But what's the reasoning behind the monkeys? Are they, like, in... Like, I don't so understand. So, in the game, um, when they get to the university... Um, they come across a lab the same way. Uh, it's empty. And then they get into the, the the room that they come into and they find like a tape and Joel listens to it. And basically the monkeys were being uh, experimented on. Okay. Uh, uh, the fireflies were trying to find a cure. Uh, okay. The monkeys. And uh, they injected them with live cordyceps. Oh. And so those monkeys actually broke out and bit the scientists. <gasps> oh. And so they're just a bunch of affected monkeys running around and the cordyceps can't, you know, Take over them because they're monkeys. Okay, but they but, can spread it now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're just kind of living their life. But okay. that's the story of the monkeys. They just explore okay. basically. That was one thing that felt a little weird um, in terms of in the game. They know that they need to go to Salt Lake because it's literally told to them. Yeah. They need to go to Salt Lake. And this, it's just like, 
oh look that map has a bunch of things on it i guess which it felt a little weird it felt like like really fast it's like oh yeah well, well we didn't go here. to Salt Lake because there's a bunch of beads on a map. And yeah, I was like, that don't really? even like all point to Salt Lake. It's like around, like, you mean like Provo or? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully not Provo. Okay. <laughs> How? A, a lot of stuff I'm thinking. <laughs> Watch yourselves. Watch yourselves. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, it felt a little, it felt rushed. And that's one thing going into this. The run times for episode seven, eight, and nine are all like 40 ish minutes and a I lot of the people... last episodes 40 minutes but oh, and the rest are about seven 15. and eight or an hour how many oh, total nine 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 okay and there's worries that it's going to be a little rushed i don't think so based Either. off of like how it's going to work out especially episode eight i feel like you can handle because most of that's combat as long as you nail the main moments you'll be fine in my book oh we're eating good we we got <laughs> we kennedy prepare yourself we got next week's episode and then episode eight it's going to be a one-two punch, I think. There's a lot going to go There's on. a lot. That's yeah. going to be exciting to talk about. I've been mm-hmm. waiting for episode eight specifically because that's my favorite part of the game. Same. It's actually, it's not my favorite, but... I feel like we say that about everything. Yeah. I, do you worry that it's going to feel rushed at all? Like, you know what's going to happen, but I guess for you, like, do you... Um, I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea where it's going to end. And also, I know that some people are like, maybe they'll do two seasons for part one or, or vice yeah, versa. No, or Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to be rushed because if you think about it, the last part of the game goes really quickly. Like you said, a lot of combat. And once they get to where they need to go, it's like boom, 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 then the end. So I think it makes sense. And you have to have that like cliffhanger too. So like there's not much context that you need to provide. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) I think that as people like, you know, being a little worried but just there's a thing yeah there's a thing with people where they they feel like 40 minute episodes are not long enough but i feel like it depends Mm. on what the episode it well it depends how effective you are yeah so like and this is really effective so i don't you know right if if you can fit it in 40 minutes you can if these writers can do seven episodes and all of them be bangers yeah i have faith that they'll be able to handle eight nine or something whatever yeah and if you think about Sam and Henry or Tess or any of this, like Bill and Frank or the side characters that come along, they were well, like developed. set up, developed, and like, I hate to say Killed discarded, off. but <laughs> discarded. Thrown like, away, yeah. Yeah, like 40 to 50 minutes. So yeah. if they can do that, then I think we're, we're good. Especially for next episode. <laughs> I'm just being confronted with a lot of smug faces in here, and I don't know what to do about it. I can't. Wait. It's like you know, it's just secrets it's they just can't tell by me. By next week, I will open up like a floodgate. I can't and wait to hear be you. able to talk about that. I might honestly just like mute my microphone. Right. <laughs> just no! like it's just you talking to yourself. Um. Yeah, that's all I have for this one. You have anything else? Uh, the I guess I just the only thing I want to talk more about is um I just had so many bullet points about um him making that decision to give her the choice to decide who goes like with that. her. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, you say your thing. I uh I thought it was funny, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, this is kind of sinister, Joel. You're being weird because Joel knows that Ellie is going to choose him. I mean, literally, like, before he even finishes the sentence, she's like, all right, let's go. Yeah, and I I, I just, I guess I don't know what's going on. I feel like we're going to get a different type of Joel than in the game because he feels like 
he's latching on too hard to Ellie. And he kind of does that in the game. But I don't know. It's like, yeah, you have this choice. Do you, think it's, do you think it's him almost like pushing the responsibility off into her? Yes. It's okay. like, you know, because he tells Tommy that, you know, I feel like I'm going to get her killed. Right. And then he has like that quick little montage of him thinking about Sarah. I'm like, huh, what does that mean? And then the next scene goes to he's like packing up the horse pretending he's gonna you know leave out of there without her and he's like yeah you get this choice and i i feel like he's like well if ellie says that she wants to come with me then you know i didn't make this choice mm. so if anything happens then yeah sure i'm gonna try to protect her but she made this choice and i wonder if that's gonna tie in with the fact that he is you know injured right now and if that's gonna uh, there wasn't much of i mean with what happens in episode eight, uh, there wasn't much of like a moment for Joel to really like confront that of like, especially since they didn't really tie into the fact in the game of I'm, I'm nervous that I'm gonna get her hurt and I'm gonna get her killed. And this is a lot of responsibility on me because now like literally before the episode or before the episode even ends, it is him like getting hurt and his mm -hmm. fears coming true. Wonder if we'll get any sort of moment of reconciliation. I think for sure it'll pay off. I, I think it's interesting where they're taking Joel. And I don't know if the ending of the show, I, I know it'll be controversial, but the way they're selling up Joel now, it feels like there will be more of a, more people on one side than the other. If that I know makes what sense you mean. to you. Yeah. You mm. would. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you'll understand that. Okay. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think so. Huh. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's just, uh, they do a really good job of, you know, you're, you can feel the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, it's building up, um, to a, to something that's going to happen. If you have it, I, I had it spoiled for me, but you know, it's building, something is going to happen between the two of them. And so in a way, their relationship with each other is dangerous, like you said, but also the brilliant thing about the writing is that it's not something you can stop. It's not like mm -hmm. they're doing something stupid. It's like. It's dangerous, but he doesn't know it's dangerous. And if anything, it's the only way for him to he actually heal is to open himself back up to connection. Um, so it's just it's it's hard to watch sometimes because, you know, like like, you know, it's a risk. Um, but that's it makes it feel more real and emotionally impactful that way, because that's how real relationships work is like, you know, if you get hurt really bad, the only way to get better from that is to open yourself up again and connect with someone new. So it's just really, it's just really, yeah, like, so you, it's just really relatable in that way. Because yeah. I think all of us in one way or another um, are scared to do something. And then he, I just like that he made the, and of course he did kind of put it on Ellie, but he did really struggle and kind of made that decision to like, okay, I'm packing Buck up this morning. I'm going to let her choose. Yeah, like he didn't, he didn't necessarily... He's not necessarily blameless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Ma he made it. He made a choice where he really thought about taking himself out of it completely, and he was like, "I've been doing the same thing for twenty years." Mm -hmm. um, he didn't really open himself up to Tess either, and then when she died, he didn't really feel that much remorse for it. Which I'm sure he's he's dealing with a lot. Um, I'm sure he feels sad about it. That's not what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. but uh, just just not as much. And I think now he's like, I'm tired of doing the same thing I've been doing. I'm going to make the definitive choice to actually open myself up to this person. Yeah, yeah that's, that's well put. Nice. 
I agree. No notes. And then that's, yeah. <laughs> and then that was kind of, I mean, that was the biggest part of the notes because, yeah, there's not a lot of, um, not a lot of different scenes after that that I had something to say about. I, I want to bring it back to, um, uh, I wasn't inf- I wasn't afraid until I met you from episode three. Yeah, that oh. that wraps up this episode really, really well. I was thinking about that the whole time because I think that's totally true. Like he was, um, you know, the panic attacks didn't start until he opened himself up to feel connection with humans again. Yeah, um, he was just living kind of isolated. And you do keep yourself alive in that way. But do you keep yourself really human? Yeah, and I think the panic attacks underscore that Joel's getting to a breaking point. Yeah. Because the first time he has one, it's like, oh, Tommy's dead. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, this is, I can't take it anymore. And he has that thing again where after, I think after Tommy and him argue about um, Tommy's future, he goes out and then he sees Sarah. And then he's having a panic attack again because he's like, oh, well, damn, people are moving on without me. I'm losing people. And then, does he have another one? I don't think so but like oh he has one where ellie's about to get like killed by the dog or yeah i i I think it's really good stuff oh that's interesting the the line for episode three Uh, good good writing i would take a master class from craig mason though (laughs) (laughs) this is so good incredible i still i i think about this a lot because he was um, a part of Mythic Quest, which is an apple tv yes i've seen it yeah Mm -hmm. okay then you know he's the yeah like the sexist tester yes. in season one is yes. so funny to me because yeah. i knew i only okay. knew him from that yeah oh, okay he's like this little acting role and he's such a jerk okay. and so then I <laughs> yeah he's like horrible to work with yeah, yeah. <laughs> i see him in the behind the scenes stuff and it was like a, it was like total shock of like funny. oh whoa <laughs> um yeah he's incredible i need to go back and watch Chernobyl now for sure though yeah have you watched Chernobyl? no recommend no. same writer okay yeah. Um, one thing that I was curious about, you know, still nitpicky. nitpicky um, and then maybe after this, we can talk a little bit about episode seven left behind stuff. Yeah, I have one more thing. Okay. Um, but one thing that very nitpicky of in the game, it's a whole combat sequence. We're talking Joel and Ellie kill tons of the Ravagers. In this, he only kills one. And it gets me curious if like, because... What happens in episode eight feels kind of like betrayal. Curious if now it's going to be more just because they're fucking awful. Yeah, without going too much spoilers, I uh, yeah, I feel I the same thing. But I feel like with the show, Craig Mason says this thing where he's like, in the games, violence is less less impactful because you know, with just there's something about you know watching actual actors you know, like die make it more impactful. But I feel like there's not as much violence needed. Like that one guy that Joel killed is enough. I think is enough because we've going back to episode four when Ellie kills that one guy, Brian, and he like pleads for his life and Joel kills him. And then, you know, Kathleen mobilizes her whole force to like go after them because of one person. And I feel like that's how it would kind of be in real life. And I feel like just because that's in the game context, you have to like kill a bunch of people and yeah. That makes sense. I like Yeah, one person is valuable. I feel, especially in this like apocalypse where you, you need everyone. So, mm-hmm. I like how you put it. What was that one thing you were gonna? 
I like how they changed how Joel got impaled. In the game, Joel okay. falls off of a ledge onto a rebar oh. and it goes through him. Ooh. And I know there's like a whole thing where like Joel could not, could not survive. Especially oh. this Joel where he's already suffering from like <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. And so I was on edge the whole university sequence. I was like, he's going to fall off a ledge. <laughs> and then I liked I how they just, you know, you just got stabbed by the bat. I was like, I Thank love that the added stress it gives you every time you watch <laughs> it. I'm going in, I'm fine. I'm like, there's monkeys, which freaked me out, but we're good. That's and, uh, so funny. I was, I was, I was like, same with episode five with Henry and Sam. I was like, this is going to be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one little thing, you know, once again, I don't know why I'm being so nitpicky right now, but uh, the se- sequence of Ellie, like taking care of Joel, and we're talking like shooting left and right. And maybe that's what you were saying of one death is enough. But in the game, how it works is, you know, we're talking like he has to remove the rebar and then yeah. he's hobbling to get to the horse because it's a decent ways away. And Ellie has to like be a lot more violent and take care of uh, Joel as people are still trying to attack them. Um, and it for me in the game, at least, it's like, oh, Ellie can like not only take care of herself, but she's at a point now that she can take care of Joel, too. And we'll definitely see that in the in episode eight. But if Joel survives, <laughs> if Joel survives, yeah, great point. Who knows? Um, <laughs> who could ever know? Uh, I, I, yeah. Uh, there's like a, when she's like shooting backwards, there's like a thing with the gun where like she shoots like three times, but the second time there's no recoil. And I thought that, that was, was funny. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have seen the Twitter stuff, but there's a bunch of editing mistakes in this episode. Yes. Where you can see like the crew in some shots. And when Melly meets that horse, you can see a hand come out the bottom. I just think it's <gasps> so funny. It's an I did not notice. Already. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I I've only watched it the one time. If you go back and you look at that horse scene, you'll see a hand under the horse. It's like, <laughs> what? The? It's like that, that Starbucks cup with the in the Game of Thrones shot. Did yes. you see that? And oh, everybody lost their minds. Yeah, yeah. It was that, and then also like a Star Wars show had a similar thing, but then they went and edited it. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like they'll probably yeah, I just which is a little funny. sad, but. <laughs> you can I see like this little crew. I in think the... it's crazy how these things happen in the first place. Like, I wonder if it's just like pacing, and they just kind of are backed up and like. And so they just have to crank it out, and they're like, there are mistakes in there. I don't know how that happens. I feel like they happens. feel like people wouldn't notice. Oh. I didn't notice any of but that. But people notice every time. Yeah, oh, it's right. right on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. When you people are, like, looking for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, appreciate, I was looking at, like, the set photos before when the show was filming, and mm-hmm. where they filmed, like, Jackson, and how they actually, you know, transformed a whole town for Jackson. All that stuff you're looking at is real. Yeah. And the production uh, team had a couple interviews, and they were like, I don't know, just knocked out of the park. They were yeah. super happy like to be able to do that and their yeah. creation stuff, yeah. Same for the university. They filmed at a real university during classes. They should have came to this one. I would have been like, oh my gosh, Pedro Pascal. No. <laughs> but no, they. I saw some VFX shots, uh, what's real and what's not. And I think the production value of this show is like mm. really good. Mm. Well, this is a conversation that I had actually just this morning um, because we were talking about Ant-Man and how CGI focused that is and how a lot of it's not the best. Um, oh, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, well, I thought it looked great. For uh-huh. <laughs> but like the difference between the VFX and Last of Us is it, they still try to keep it as practical as possible. Whereas I feel like with a lot of other properties, especially right now, it's like, well, we can just do it in VFX. Yeah. And yeah. now it's literally like killing our VFX artists yeah. and they're working yeah. way beyond what they should. Yeah, no, they're building the sets. They're, they have the makeup. The clickers are real. They yeah, the bodysuit for, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the for the bloaters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, for, for me, it just feels real. 
you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it is so, like, the Andor was a similar thing. Where, like, going from Boba Fett to Andor, Andor feels like every location is real it because does. they use practical effects and, like, and they build the sets and they use real locations and it's just so obvious. Andor's great. I need to finish it. You haven't finished it? I haven't started watching Andor yet. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I guess episode seven stuff. Yeah. And the teaser. This is not spoilers because it's in the teaser. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know a decent amount of people don't like watching I mean, my we'll, roommate we'll doesn't. Um, yeah. But we see. Did you watch the, the episode seven teaser? Um, no. Okay. okay. I guess I'll talk about I'm not it. watching the teasers. Do you think I should watch the teasers or stay not? No, then I, I won't have this conversation because I don't want to spoil it actually. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I started watching okay. the teasers because you were watching the teasers. Yeah, okay. Um, because I already know what's going to happen. So I just like, I want to see how they do it. Yeah, yeah no. we got some great hints on what's going to happen next. And I'm really excited to the context it adds along with the comics. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see a little bit more of that too. Yeah, no, I, this is this is going to be Ellie's episode and I think it's going to be great. And Riley's episode, <laughs> which I'm so excited. Okay. Do you know I've clued in now a little bit. Because I think I know a bit about who Riley is. Okay. Okay. She's yeah. gonna do great. I'm like Stormy's gonna. I'm cyber Stormy gonna... as Riley. I've the set. She looks just like her. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. Casting. No. It's if you know who Riley is, then that's what's gonna happen. Okay. Okay. So and this is why I keep. This is hard because I'm like I, I keep. I'm gonna. Keep it down that it is probably one of the happiest episodes because of what happens. But also, it's yeah, gonna, but it's going to break it, me. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about it next year. That's your little uh, cliffhanger foreshadowing for next week. I mean, yeah, but you guys have said that about every episode. What is Sunday? It's technically the happiest one. I mean, when we're recording this, it's the closest we've been. Oh my God, it's the Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how actually happy it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, be very confused. I think episode three is the happiest. And that's episode three. I think so too. It's a similar happiness for me, though. Okay. Depends on what they do. <laughs> well, I think we'll call it there. Then. I don't want. I don't want to get to a point where we're completely spoiling it. So we'll save those conversations for next time. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, feel free to leave a review, comment, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Uh, make sure to join our Discord as well. Um, we've been pretty good about talking on a little bit more. Probably should be better. Um, and then, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. We've got some great short form content coming out, um, whether it's like little reviews or it's just the uh, a couple tweets for upcoming stuff. Uh, but yeah, we will see you guys next time.